Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are beginning our study in the book of Ruth, looking at chapter 1, verses 1 through 5 in the New Living Translation. And these verses lay out the background of our story. Let's listen to God's Word. In the days when the judges ruled in Israel, a severe famine came upon the land. So a man from Bethlehem in Judah left his home and went to live in the country of Moab, taking his wife and two sons with him. The man's name was Elimelech, and his wife was Naomi. Their two sons were Malon and Kilion. They were Ephratites from Bethlehem in the land of Judah. And when they reached Moab, they settled there. Then Elimelech died, and Ruth was left with her two sons. The two sons married Moabite women. One married a woman named Orpah, and the other a woman named Ruth. But about ten years later, both Mahlon and Kilion died. They left Ruth alone without her son's or her husband. Again, this is Ruth chapter 1 verses 1 through 5 in the New Living Translation. I'll be back with insights and we'll close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. That again was Ruth chapter 1 verses 1 through 5. In the New Living Translation, there is so much history in this book, which is what I was trying to avoid. (laughs) But there is just so much history and there is no way I could share all of it in the few minutes that I have, you know, allotted for. But I'm wasting time talking. Let me go ahead and get to some of the uh, things I've written down. The judges were local uh, leaders raised up by God to deliver the tribes of Israel from their enemies. And their role was often to serve as uh, military leaders for a time uh, to face specific enemy, to face a specific enemy. And it gave the uh, example of Gideon in Judges chapter 6. The time of the judges was sometimes unstable and chaotic. But the rule of a strong and capable judge could bring peace to a region for decades. The lack of unrest or political instability in the book of Ruth suggests the events were set during one of those periods of peace. And the story's purpose is to provide background on the family of origin of King David, since um, The son of Ruth and Boaz is David's grandfather. And that's in Ruth chapter 4, 
verses 18 through 22. So we'll get to that part later. And then the uh, commentaries gave a lot of information about famines, especially in, during, in the ancient world, and that sometimes they were used as a judgment by God for his people. He told them, you know, if you do what I said, you know, follow my rules, follow my guidelines, follow my precepts, then, you know, I will provide. But if you don't, then, you know, I will, you will have famines, you will have problems. So this was a famine that caused uh, Elimelech to move his family from the house of bread to Moab. So he moved them from Bethlehem. And it's ironic that a famine has afflicted Bethlehem, which means house of bread. The city in the, um, this city in the territory of Judah was the home of the family of David and eventually became known as the city of David. The In the Gospels, Bethlehem was the birthplace of Jesus Christ, fulfilling the prophecy of Micah in Micah chapter 5 verse 2. And famines often forced people to move temporarily. So when uh, Elimelech left Bethlehem, he didn't intend to stay in Moab, but he died in Moab, so he wasn't able to go back home. Moab and Israel were often in conflict. It is the territories um, east of the Jordan River and the Dead Sea, and Judah's closest neighbor to the east. And it said that um, they were often in, had lots of battles, but um, Bethlehem usually won. Israel usually won, and the history of their mutual animosity adds depth to Ruth's uh, proclamation of loyalty to Naomi, because the other daughter-in-law said, I'll just stay in Moab, and I'll worship, you know, the gods of, of, my, of my people. But Ruth said, and we'll read that later, that I will go with you, mother-in-law, and we will, and I'll, your God will be my God. But let me finish with the notes. This uh, story is an account of one particular family distressed in the famine, and it is of Elimelech. His name signifies God, a king. His wife was uh, Naomi, which signifies pleasant one, but his son's names were Malon and Chilion, and their names meant sickness and consumption, probably because they were sickly are weak and not expected to live long. The uh, family, of course, experienced tragedy with the death of Elimelech, and then the mother, Naomi, was left uh, destitute when she lost both of her sons. Both uh, Orpah and Ruth may have been barren. They would have been, you know, it says that 10 years, and they didn't have any children before, you know, their husbands died. Naomi's situation is truly dire because a widow with no heirs would be unable to support herself. But thank God for God. Uh, let's pray. Father, we thank you for having good plans for our lives. As we look at the situation of Naomi, which was truly dire because she was a widow with no heirs. But she had a daughter-in-law named Ruth, 
who was uh, willing to stay with her and help her. And we thank you for that, Father. We thank you that even when our plans and uh, Elimelech, when he moved his family to um, Moab, he planned to move back to Bethlehem, but he didn't. And he lost his life and his his boys died. But you still had a plan. And God, we thank you for your plan. Father, help us to fulfill your plans in our lives. Your plans, again, are for our success. And all we need to do is walk in the success that you have laid for us. Thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit that guides us. If we want to be guided, he's available. Thank you for the blood of Christ that saves us. Thank you for loving us. Father, I thank you right now that my daughter-in-law's surgery was successful. Thank you that my brother is getting ready to celebrate his 65th birthday on tomorrow. And two months ago, it didn't look like he'd see that birthday. We thank you for that. God, we're praying for those who need you in a special way because we know you're a God who hears and a God who listens and you answer. And we thank you, Father. Thank you for the perfect timing you have for our lives. Even as we read about uh, Naomi and Ruth, there's perfect timing in everything that you do. And we thank you. Solomon told us that your timing is perfect. And we thank you. And we bless you. And we, we, uh, we, um, just say hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.